Cosmos Science, news, magazine, podcasts, video and features. Our bones are great at keeping us standing up, but do they have another function? The idea that our bones are simply inanimate is actually a misleading myth. They are living and growing tissue designed to adapt and change to different situations. When someone breaks a bone, you might already know that their muscles become weaker. But did you know that it's not just their muscles that change? A similar process occurs with bones. I'm Sarah Rees and I'm a Year 12 student who enjoys rock climbing and art. I've also never broken a bone, which has made me interested in how our trusty skeletons work. And why don't we think about them more? Have you ever stopped to consider how our skeletons were formed? Or that there are vital functions our bones undertake in our bodies every day? As well as quite literally keeping us from falling into shapeless blobs, our bones allow for the protection of vital organs, store calcium and phosphate and hold our body's bone marrow. Obviously we weren't all born with our bones fully formed, but the process of bone growth continues well beyond childhood and adolescence. To understand how bones grow, we have to start even before we are born, with two different types of ossification or bone formation, or we begin to grow in utero. The first type is intramembranous ossification, where our skull and other flat bones in the head and neck are formed. This process can last anywhere from weeks to months. In this type of ossification, bone marrow stem cells, called mesenchymal cells, which look a bit like little starfish, develop into lots of other cells, including specialised bone cells, known as osteoblasts. These osteoblasts are responsible for building our bones and reforming them throughout our entire lives. Think of them like the builders within our bodies. Constantly working away in every one of our bones. They are especially important through childhood and adolescence and can decrease in number as we age. The osteoblasts secrete unmaterialized bone matrix known as the prebone matrix, which hardens to form the many layers of bone. The second type of bone formation is called endochondral ossification. This deals with the reformation of growing cartilage into bone, mostly within long bones of our arms and legs. What is known as the primary ossification centres are the first area in a bone which start ossifying, or bone solidifying. Shortly after birth, growing cartilage is totally replaced by bone, with just one area remaining, the growth plate. The growth plate is where growing occurs throughout childhood and into our teenage years. You might have heard of the growth plate before, as it is a common area for childhood bone fractures. In fact, a whopping one-third of all childhood fractures occur here. Bones generally stop growing longer when you're between 16 to 25 years old, and at that point the growth plate is turned into bone. However, our bones are constantly adapting, increasing or decreasing in diameter, thickness or density throughout our entire lives as a response to different stimuli. I'll explain how in a second. This means that not only is taking good care of our bones essential throughout childhood, it remains equally important as we grow older. So how exactly does this work? When we go for a run, play a sport, or even just walk around our neighbourhood, our bones are changing as a result. When we exercise, the force placed onto our bones encourages the bone to produce more cells, allowing it to become denser and stronger, kind of like sand or clay which, when placed under pressure, condenses and strengthens. This also means that when we exercise, bone loss is slowed, and it is for this reason that exercise is so important to building healthy bones. The cells in our bones have specific tasks. 
Osteoblasts, the builders I mentioned earlier, are responsible for building and reforming our bones. Osteoclasts are the demolition worker of the body, which break down aged bones so that new bone tissue can be formed. Osteocytes, the most abundant cell within mature bone tissue, help to maintain bone mass and work to orchestrate many of the functions occurring within our bones, including regulating osteoblast and osteoclast activity. Scientists' understanding of osteocytes is still developing, with many uncertainties remaining about how these cells undertake their specific functions. Bone lining cells cover the surfaces of bones, and while their function remains largely unknown, they might play an important role in connecting the different parts of bone remodelling. This is all part of a constant process happening inside all of us every day. The structure that makes up bone is complex. Imagine your bones as a bridge, which need a different amount of support in each different area to keep it standing up. Bones solve this problem through their structure and density, which adjust so that the sections of the bone under the most pressure are given the most support. This structure also allows the bone cells to perform their correct functions. There's still a lot we don't know about bone growth and remodeling. How do bone lining cells help in the process of bone remodeling? How does bone disease impact the function of the individual cells? Despite this, it is clear that bones play much more of a role in our body than just keeping us upright. You've been listening to Podcast Next Gen, a collaboration between the National Youth Science Forum and Cosmos magazine. Year 12 students from across Australia have written and recorded their own science shortcasts about important topics in their lives. We'll be releasing them weekly, so keep an ear out. Cosmos is a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia, which is based in Adelaide on Ghana land. The students recorded their pieces around Australia, and we pay respects to Indigenous groups across the country.